I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We've got the biggest balls of them all, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Manchester City and the Champions of Europe. It's Monday, 12th of June. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Vishen Andaraja. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Whoa, welcome one and all to the Sorry. Football Ramble. It's a warm day in London. It's a warm time we're having in the studio. Oh, I've got a legs out, have we? We've mm. got them out. Yeah. Yeah. We are all wearing shorts. I think it's the first time we've ever done the Football Ramble as a foursome with our legs out. Well, uh, Jimmy to the B will probably be the guy to refer to on that. I'm not, <laughs> okay, right, not fine, sure if we fine. have the data, oh, but indeed. he will. Sun's out, calves out. Yeah, that's what we're True, doing yeah. here. None of us have uh, as impressive calves as Jack Grealish, of course, no. but we can but dream. Yeah, I'm not can. sure my both of mine are <laughs> as one of his. Strap them together. Now, his are more, t- they're big, but they're, you're thinking maybe like a sort of, if you strap both your legs together, that's a Mark Hughes thigh. Yeah, or a Roberto Carlos. A leg, Roberto Carlos, maybe. famously. Even then, actually, maybe not. That's very true. That's very true. It's been, well, on one sense, a big weekend for football, and this is a small weekend, because there wasn't that many fixtures that we were interested in, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you follow the Finnish league or uh, whatever else is going on. Um, but, uh, Jim, I would like you to start us off with your highlight of the weekend. 
Uh, I would have to go for the Pepsi Champions League Pepsi kickoff show with Pepsi, which would um, <laughs> right. have been a great salve to the to the um, wounds of mm-hmm. all of those fans that really, really struggled to get into the ground. Right. Um, because, <laughs> it, uh, once again, the planning by UEFA was clownish, just mm. absolutely ridiculous. People in wheelchairs, yeah. people with sticks just having to walk like 200 just miles to the stadium. People really putting vulnerable positions for mm. absolutely no mm. reason other than just poor, poor planning that didn't mm. need to happen. Um, but at least Burner Boy and, and, and Anita uh, were there to sort of welcome them in and I'm sure I'm sure that cheered them up greatly. Mm. I think By the way, it was the least, wasn't it? It was. When what, will they get the big man for the big occasion? I know, I know, mate. I thought of you. I really <laughs> did. I think if they can't get him, and let's be honest, they probably can't afford him, um, they should do it like sort of TV talent shows where right. you get everyone who's been on the journey there at the end. So you've got all the captains of, of every team that's been knocked out <laughs> in right. the full yeah, kit, yeah, yeah. waving on the pitch at everybody <laughs> before the two teams come out. Yeah. I think that would be suitably chastening that it would motivate you to, to just not let Captain it happen. Captain Real Madrid, Bayern Munich. Yeah, yeah just exactly. happened to be yeah. here, guys. <laughs> Good yeah, yeah. Clapping everyone on. Guard of honour yeah, from all of them. It. That's right. Um, yeah. I th- Mind you, though, on my earlier comment about um, Pitbull, he is Mr. Worldwide, and it's actually, it's you want Mr. Continental, I suppose, for this, so maybe it's not. Oh, is Europe not in the world? Uh, well, true enough, okay. Well, it's something for you to think about. You did say that they were terribly disorganised, and that is the case in point. Yeah. Further uh, proof. Uh, exactly. Vish, uh, your highlight of the weekend. My highlight of the weekend is Claudio Ranieri. Oh. Yeah. This was the Cagliari true fairy back tale. Back to Serie A. Yeah. So he joined, I didn't realise this, that A, he went back into management, yes. mm. but B, when he, when he joined them... In December, they were 14th. Yeah. And they ended up win- uh, getting promotion over the weekend with a winning goal in the 94th minute. Sorry, 91st minute. <laughs> That's right. Um, away to Bari in a promotion playoff, yeah. which I'm all over. Because <laughs> um, it's not like the traditional playoffs that we have over here. It's kind mm-hmm. of, you know, 1v1. Uh, yeah, they have uh, first leg, second leg. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, I suppose I mean, we do in the semi-finals of the playoffs here, but obviously I suppose, yeah. But, the, yeah. It, but that determines who this goes. This is kind of winner-takes-all. Um, yeah. They don't stage. have a Wembley Stadium, mate, for a showcase. <laughs> they <right>. don't. <laughs> they absolutely don't. The clowns. But well, Ranieri, was, yeah. But it was lovely to see Bari Stadium for fans of 1990 World Cup because it's such an enormous... Yeah. You forget that this is a side who have not been uh, around, of course, uh, Serie A, you know, and they've not... Won't be next season either because Cagliari, as it's spelled, of yeah. uh, taken it because he managed them. Was it thirty years ago? Yeah, so he it was it was a case of him going back basically because he won yeah. back to back promotions. I'm tempted to say it's his first stint as a manager, but right. certainly very very early on in his managerial career. So it's his third promotion technically with uh, Cagliari, which is lovely. But the way it's, he was it's cele- worth it's worth sort of like watching the video that you sent, um, mm. the way he celebrated. Um, check out his hands. Really? I think he might have massive hands. I said, like, like, sorry, King Charles hands. Yeah. Like, not, no, not like gouty hands, like long, big, <laughs> big as your head kind of hands. Like, Do you know what? He was, he, was, he was a defender, wasn't he? Back right. in the day. Okay. So presumably... Not a goalkeeper. He's probably taller than I realised, but uh-huh. he always seemed quite small uh, yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny mm. because... Big old paws. Only... Um, also, we, we always forget... Stupidly handsome. I know yeah. his uh, his card from the nineteen seventies um, in the uh, in is incredible. It's James Bond esque. Yeah, but yeah, the the know. footage of him, yeah, him being in tears with his massive hands. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, definitely yeah. worth checking. Crushing out, a yeah. man's neck. <laughs> <laughs> incredible, Peter. Your highlight of the weekend. 
Um, I think in the weekend that we um, obviously lost the Unabomber, Berlusconi and Romelu Lukaku's career, I think <laughs> I would probably go for, oh my goodness. finally, yeah. Usain Bolt um, living up to his promise ah, as a striker yeah, yeah. and slotting one home in soccer ed yep. was very much my, my highlight. Because when he <laughs> declared that he wanted to play for Man United a few years ago and he had that uh, deal... Yeah. Uh, Fish he, declared, he, declared that a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was he training with like a Finnish club, I think, or something? Australian A-League. Uh, Come on, yeah. Fish, no, yeah, he, he, he signed for an Australian yeah. club, but he, but he was training with a Finnish club, I think, or a Swiss ah. club or something. But um, yeah, and, and I was well into this because, like, well, he's faster than everyone, so mm. he's bound to be great. Turns out he's got yeah. he's got no touch on play, him at all. Play a deep line, and you completely, <laughs> you know, neutralise yeah. him. <laughs> if that was well the start of this season, yeah. you would have had him over Isaac, wouldn't you? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> not not a goal. Scorer. I think part of you still thinks that Bolt could get more in a season than Isaac. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I do. Maybe I do. <laughs> maybe, maybe. We'll, we, we'll never what is, know. What is Soccer Aid for, by the way? Charity. Yeah, but what charity? UNICEF. UNICEF. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> just checking. Yeah. yeah just making just, sure someone's asking the questions. Just, I'm just asking questions. Here. You really, you really got to like. You know, we should get rid of this. I don't care if it's. I mean, for it charity. is bollocks. <laughs> it is bollocks. It, it, it is bollocks. Isn't and, it? And, and don't say that. I want to play in it. One the year. ones, yeah, who, are, the ones who, are, who are really good are always kind of. You, you, unless you are, you either get to play it in your first year of being a celebrity. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and I've got, you'll I've get got no years. I've got you'll no years there. of that. <laughs> so maybe they'll get there one day, yeah. or you just don't get. You have to be yeah. almost kind of approaching national treasure status to, to, to yeah. play. I think where down that where line. else can you see Woody Harrelson score a penalty? Yeah. Or yeah. Tom Hiddleston celebrate with Paul's goals? Yeah, well, perfect. Exactly. Should have kissed him on the lips. I'm into it. Um, you know what? It's that, a bit like it's yeah. a bit. We were talking about this before. Coming Stop on stalling. Air. You don't want to talk about Man City. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about Salty Bet. <laughs> salty really? Bet. Yeah. Salty yeah. Bet is a bit like Salty Bet. Salty yeah. Bet is this very weird AI-generated thing where um, just just characters from stuff fight each other, and it's really weird. And mm. Woody Harrelson scoring Great a penalty, shout. Tom yeah. Middleton potentially kissing Paul Skulls on the lips. It's all similar. It is. Um, Usain Bolt was training with Strom Godset in Norway. Right. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Strong Godset. That is a fantastic. I'm sure that's point not how you pronounce it. You got a point at me. Yeah. Yeah, I'll point at you all. <laughs> quite Stop frankly. Fighting at people. Okay, so cool. So it's for charity, that's good. Yeah. Just like keep it over there. Yeah. I don't want to see it. Okay. Keep it over there. <laughs> yeah, just prime time it. ITV. You like... uh, did you did you see um I think the night before was it celebrity catchphrase for <laughs> Soccer Aid where they had the people who were gonna play in Soccer Aid on the Saturday or the Sunday. Mm -hmm. They had it the night before and they, right? they played a game of catchphrase. I mean it's just Peter endless television. Is it just Love Island? Hang on. A, a, a team has just won the treble, okay? What are you talking about Love Island for? They didn't win the treble. The rest of the world won. <laughs> you, brought up, you brought up Roman Cagliari. I'll not have this. Right, well, you're going to have to. When are they going to win the Champions League? Never. Yeah. Well, am yours. I going to have my highlight and of the weekend? And you brought up Bolasconi as well. <laughs> I don't. You're the host, mate. Bring it around. Right, yeah. My highlight Job of the weekend. Control the club. It's your, it's your bunga bunga party. Yeah. My highlight. You decide what goes in where. You're the one with your legs out. Just yeah. <laughs> 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 sort it out. Have you put yours away? I have. Coward. It's made me feel awkward. Absolute coward. My highlight of the weekend is without a doubt the fairy tale that is Manchester City winning the uh, Champions League and completing the treble. Yeah, yeah. all right, well, fine. Yeah, it's heartwarming. Yeah. It is heartwarming. They've won, they're only the second English side to do it. Finally, they've, they've, they've come out of that shadow underneath Manchester United. They've finally done it. That's what they needed to do. Um, they bloody well have done it. Mm. You can't take it away. Or, well... <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
I'm not that might get clipped in the future, but uh, for now, you can't take it you away. Can't take it away. Um, but they've done it. Uh, it wasn't classic Guardiola stuff. That's what I liked about this yeah, match. You ground it out. It, it was. was. Finally final, wasn't it? Yeah. A lovely goal to win it as well. Fantastic. It, it, do you know what, right? With the goal, beautifully stroked in. I forget which defender it was who was sort of stood up and tried to block it. I thought to myself, it's very static. Stick your bum out. Stick your bum stick out. Your bum out. I know VAR. All of whatever, just not your arms. Not your you're arms. You're not going to yeah, get yeah. VAR for the willy. No. Um, <laughs> not in that context, anyway. Uh, or it could have, could have. I, I, he realised that Rodri was going to shoot. Mm. Felt he could have narrowed the angle mm. a bit. Anyway, it's not why they lost. Lovely little using two players to bend the ball around. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And Rodri, of course, he didn't play in the final previously, um, or neither did Fernandinho, but he's not there now. So Rodri started the game. So it was, it was great for him. But the scenes of celebration at the end, like you just saw how much they wanted it. We spoke about West Ham United when they won the Europa Conference League, how it was lovely to see a team uh, who are not used to winning trophies win a trophy like that because it means so much. Whereas actually, when you saw the scenes of celebration with Manchester City, one can be sneery about bigger clubs winning smaller trophies. They do get used to it. That will influence the celebrations. But, uh, you know, they, they certainly enjoyed it, Pete Donaldson. Oh, I think I think the, the Man City fans have every right to be incredibly excited about what Manchester City have, um, have, uh, have achieved this season. And, and Here it goes, goes, laying the ground. <laughs> And uh, Pep Guardiola's done it Keep in... Keep an eye on this done opinion. It, done, it, <laughs> done, it on, <laughs> done it on three. Done it, done it in, in a few different clubs um, in a few different countries. And, um, you know, as I said before we started, um, there'll never be a better time to go after Carlo Ancelotti's um, record uh, next year because he, he'll never have... Oh, Pep going as, after that sorry, record. Sorry, Pep, yeah. It'll, it'll never be... Um, <laughs> He'll never Imagine have a good squad. Yeah, I'm good for you, Carlo. This isn't enough. Because yeah. <laughs> he joins, uh, uh, it was Zinedine Zidane and uh, oh, I forget the other one um, who's who's won three trophies. Uh, mm. But it's it incredible. Was, I mean, look, <laughs> Guardiola. Like you, you, you saw. Uh, I know people have said oh, it's been. It's obviously been 12 years since he won the Champions League, yeah. mm. which was his second title uh, with with Barcelona in that competition. Which is quite remarkable. It, the it, gap it really is. Yeah, bearing in mind, bearing in mind the clubs he's managed as well, he's an elite level manager, mm. and he's only managed really elite level clubs. Um, and so, I mean, one could argue he turned Manchester City in an elite, into an elite level club, but of course the groundwork was there, the funding, the, all the rest of it, as as we know. Bob Paisley is the one you're thinking of. Three European. Thank clubs. you very much. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Inter gave them. Some problems. Um, obviously, it was quite a narrow victory. City mm-hmm. played within themselves in the first half a little bit. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of points, I think, where Inter will be kicking themselves about chances, and I know we'll come on to those. Mm. But they didn't really create much that was going to cause City problems. And no. let's be honest, they've walked the Champions League this year. Mm. They've absolutely walked it. They, they've walked and it. Well, it's so rare that anyone does that. Yeah, they've walked it while also beating Bayern Munich and Real Madrid. So yeah, which yeah. is which is kind of mad. But the um, yeah, the moment that that sprung to mind. Outside the ones at the at the end of the match, which we will definitely come on to, um, the Barella yep. uh, chance from range, mm. and that was that was the time when mm. Guardiola was still trying to purvey this um, this relaxed uh, visage yeah. and shouting at all his players to relax, fucking relax, <laughs> fucking relax, yeah. sit down, have a drink, yeah, have, yeah, have some it. water, which I did enjoy. What well, it shows um, you the nerves jangling away in the system it, 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 with with Manchester City. They they would have had the memories of the previous final. They're well aware of their own history and, and, and so on. And that's why history does come into these things. Um, well, look at, look at how Liverpool dealt with losing 
their, their talismanic player in the, in the shape of Mo Salah mm-hmm. at a similar level of a football match. And like, well, when they're they in the final to, against Real Madrid, they lose to De Bruyne, and 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 that could have been bearing in mind how good De Bruyne has been mm-hmm. with Haaland this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think thirteen or fourteen mm-hmm. um, goals they've they, they've muscled together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that could have been a massive destabilizing force. And, yeah. and to be honest, like the Pep's main kind of like um, achievement this season has been incorporating a footballer that could have destabilised his team mm. uh, in the shape of uh, Erling Haaland. That could have been a massive failure and he's managed to do it mm-hmm. mainly by dragging John Stones out of defence for yeah, some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, you, you, you're right. When when they lost De Bruyne, it was like, oh, mm. hang on. It Could it be that? Could that be the moment? Of course, mm. Phil Foden comes in and, and does does really well. But you Phil, mentioned... Phil Foden comes up. Yeah, well, yeah. there you yeah. go. I mean... <laughs> but a, a player that Guardiola and the Manchester City Academy have honed yeah, yeah but, you know, but, it, but it's interesting though with the De Bruyne stuff the fact that he's been battling this hamstring injury for the last two years sorry two years the last three months even mm-hmm. um, but he uh, he himself speaking at the end of the game De Bruyne said that oh there were loads of small ruptures before but now it's properly yeah. gone he said it's like, snapped Krakatoa yeah. snapped <laughs> I was like what That's mad, mad man really yeah. really it's it's a reminder of quite how much top level athletes put their bodies on the line. Yeah, yeah. My well, my, my hamstring's very binary. It's either fucked yeah, well, exactly, or it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I've had tiny fissures yeah. in the base of the. What are you talking about, you psycho? <laughs> yeah. It, if someone told you you ruptured your hamstring, you'd start mm. crying. Even if you can feel it, <laughs> yeah, I'd wet myself immediately. Yeah. Will I get it back? Yeah, um, yeah I, I know what you mean. I, I, He's also someone uh, quietly that. Um, I wonder if we're. I wonder if he's past his best now because of just the physical toll. Like I remember yeah. watching him in the quarterfinals of the Euros in Munich against Italy it's- when he basically had one ankle mm-hmm. and was brilliant for the first half and then just couldn't continue in the second. And you know, mm-hmm. Italy had already won the game by then. Yeah, and. Just even this, it, it takes so long to get back from these kind of injuries. And bear in mind, he's someone that, with all the craft as well, is physically dominating in midfield. Yeah, be interesting to see how he comes well, off of that, which is, which is quite sad. Him. Playing, they put him elsewhere what, in the uh, team. Fullback? No, not under not under you. Um, I think you're right. Well, you probably stick him in goal distribution. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but you're right. I mean, he's 32 in a yeah. couple of weeks. Mm. Um, Only 32 though. Jeez. Yeah, but he's played so much. Football, yeah, exactly. As you yeah. Said. Yeah. And against Wales. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so much football and and so much intense football as well. But a remarkable player. But it wasn't his game because of that injury, which was very sad for him. You mentioned uh, John Stones earlier. 29. Um, yeah. How'd that happen? On yeah. my watch, I know what you mean. He's, Twenty-nine, yeah. get fucked. <laughs> get lost. Is he older or younger than Theo Walker? <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, finally, the, the, I remember when he used to be called the Barnsley Beckenbauer. Yeah, mm. uh, he got that nickname. Very many... much living up to his uh, his promise and, and that title now. I think, which yeah. is great, isn't it? Yeah, you, you, like it's because I think this is kind of happening a little bit with Trent Alexander <laughs> Arnold now as well. You see players where you think, oh, maybe they could play in a different position, mm-hmm. and then they just never do. Mm. But in, in both of those examples, they've moved into into roles that people have perhaps thought they, they had the skills for. Yeah. And it's just nice to see it actually well, come to fruition. Well, certainly for an English defender, because I remember yeah. Rio Ferdinand, who was obviously quite good on the ball, people thought he could move up into midfield. And it was tried a couple of times and it didn't really quite happen. It was a very different Remember position. Remember Car- Carragher played for midfield, yeah, played midfield right. for England. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah and, and, and whereas, whereas Stones, now obviously Stones is playing in this Man City side. So it's a bit different when everyone else around you knows what they're doing and they can do it extremely well. But I mean... What position was he playing during that final? I mean, at times it was right back, right wing back. He said himself he played as a number eight. And I think that is the incredible nature of, of a Guardiola team and the system. And if you can get it, 
you don't actually have to be one of the top players in the world. I mean, clearly top players are usually that's they're there because of, of their, their quality and also their intelligence. But the intelligence of someone like Stones and also like Jack Grealish, we we, we joke about him being, you know, um, sometimes wonderfully... Uh, uh, Thick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be a bit more PC, but fine. Um, but on the pitch, you know, like again, you look how he's adapted to this system. Yeah. The You cannot... Um, you know, question their footballing intelligence. Oh, something not. that some, we don't often recognise. Mm. You know, if you're not as uh, that eloquent, perhaps I think Stones is. But if you're not that eloquent, or you don't have academic, Are you say that because Stones is from the north. Oh, oh Marcus, outrageous! Oh, Marcus, <laughs> I think you're trying to be more PC. Come oh, jeez! <laughs> Marcus slipped. Do you think <laughs> you should just stick to cricket? Is what? Is he from Yorkshire? What do you say? Yeah, I think, that's you, you can well, cover that. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> but no, um, so the uh, when I um, so what the teams came out about an hour and a half before kickoff. Mm. I looked at three different apps, and they all had different formations, and yeah. the, um, the different part of the formation was where Stones was. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. could you imagine if at the start of the season we'd somehow got a little glimpse into the lineups for the Champions League final, and you see John Stones in midfield, you'd be going, "Oh, come on, Pep! Yeah. Oh no, yeah. not yeah. again! Walk on the bench!" He, yeah. He, yeah. he did do the thing he always does. He mm. just gave it a bit of a test run, and it worked out. Yeah. So credit to well, him. Well, he did. I mean, the defensive setup, of course. I mean, Carl Walker wasn't there, uh, so so he did do a little tinker, but. Well, but it was you, much more measured, though. It was when, much more understandable. When you've got Haaland, who 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 isn't a player who's going to just be working back, you need an extra mm. player in there, and, and that's who he was—just another guy. Yeah, well, the, but he was a good guy. But what was the thing Pep said to 29 all twenty-nine-year-old guy? There you go. But what did Pep say to all the broadcasters? When he was interviewed, because you know you can always find footage of them all. Was he? Imagine if he. I would love it if he said different things yeah. Yeah. to everybody. Well, of course, you know we've been working on our uh, forward play this season. Well, it was all about the defence. You know, yeah. but, but he said consistently, which of course he would say is the thing that they've got right this season that perhaps they hadn't in previous seasons, even though they've won loads and loads of trophies, is that he talked about the defence. Mm. He said at the back we are solid, and he talked about using often four centre halves at the back, or or at least three. Uh, and that's John Stones has been very, very crucial, of course, and some of the other players as well. Um, and it's interesting to him to, to talk about how they've worked on that defence because you always think of the attacking flair mm. in the midfield and the this, that, and the other. But defensively, they were very, very good. Edison, though, proved to be quite crucial on the night, made a, a number of saves. And, and when you think about the game, that Manchester City had obviously more possession for, for the most part and looked fairly in control. Edison was called upon mm. a number of times. Mm. There was the time when Lautaro Martinez was um, almost like accidentally put through and uh, there was a mix-up and Edison did really well to smother it. Perhaps he could have squared it to Lukaku, although maybe he did the, <laughs> the, did the right thing. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Uh, uh, th- there was that chance. And now... There, 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 was so, there was someone else in the box as well for yeah. Inter. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, if he squares it, he doesn't quite get it right, yeah. blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think now's the time we talk about Romelu Lukaku's missed chances. Oh. That that header, we often use the word it was a shocking miss when we mean it was a dreadful miss or a poor miss because are you really, really shocked by it? You think, oh, that was bad. I genuinely was shocked. I still am. I'm gutted for the man. Mm. The next morning, I was even like, Lord, help this man today because he will be feeling Correct. just well I don't want to tell him how he should be feeling I hope he's not and I hope it doesn't impact on his uh, you know career and his performances going into the season but it's the biggest game of his life he gets his chance to come off the bench with his team um, well they were nil-nil at the time but of course they go one-nil down 
he himself makes a bit of a difference. They look a little bit more lively, of course, with, with him up top. Um, the chance falls to him. And it's one of those ones where you think, how's he missed that? How is that not gone in? Like, it, I, I didn't particularly, you know, I wasn't, you know, cheering on Inter or anything, but it's like we should have extra time right now. Mm -hmm. And how do those, because Inter now will feel, if they hadn't have had that chance, they would have gone away. If you remove that chance from the game, Inter go away thinking, oh, do you know what? We played really well. We, we kept them at arm's length for the most part. We had a couple of moments, but all in all, an amazing run to the final. Whereas they look back at that game now yeah. and go, oh, you know what, it, it could yeah. have been different. They And <sighs> DeMarco hitting the bar as well. I know that was an unusual little kind of yeah. scramble well, in the box. But they, they, there are a couple of big moments like that that they will be ruing. Yeah, mm. and you and you never know with with football. And it's, and it, is, it is utterly pointless to, you know, extrapolate this conversation about, well, what if extra time or blah, 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 mm. because it didn't happen. Lukaku just a heavy but, feet. Every time, like, it, it's for the header, you just like, just take a step back or just be a bit more reactive or just, man, I mean, it sucked it, so it, hard oh, for him. It, I, I just, honestly, I, I, it's, it's, it's a traumatic experience. I've, 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 I've generally never seen you like this before. I'm feeling the trauma from yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't, it, oh, dearie me, but, uh, <laughs> and uh, and they, obviously people gave credit to Edison. Well, you have to give credit because he saved it. That's mm. his job. But well, I, give give credit to him because he's not made of gas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was interesting that, wasn't it? The, the, the commentary on BT were, were talking about what a brilliant save it was. And obviously his reaction is, the ball hits his thigh and he I mean, slaps he, it away really quickly. That that slap is, is very, very yeah. good. But that's more of a miss than it is a save. Totally. Yeah, Ruben yeah. Diaz's header where he manages to arch his head in a certain way where he puts it just past the post, but away from danger, was magnificent defending. Mm. The, the, the reflexes for that were, were incredible. But you saw the interfaces, you know, the players' faces when that miss happened, and they were just like, how is that not a goal? Yeah. And then he has, a, then he goes forward and he screws one wide a little bit later, which not expected to he's, score. Yeah, he's, but he's really clutching at that point. But he's, but he's, yeah. but he's done. And obviously with the DeMarco header, which... I thought he did the right thing trying to loop it if he'd gone more top corner, which perhaps... Very, very fine margins <laughs> on which you're going to score that, but he did well. Yeah, indeed. And then Edison sort of punches away with the last touch of the game. But Man City, at times, they felt like they were hanging on, which you didn't think. And I think Inter will go away thinking, maybe what if? Mm. And yeah. you wouldn't think that. You would think, you know, if they get beat, you know, was it two, three or four? You go, oh, okay, fair enough. Because they, of course... They, they, they won't want to watch that back. Certainly not on BT, anyway. You <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. was Jolie Lescott doing, by the way? Yeah, worrying. But That's like what, the, but the he, whole kind of tone seemed to be just checking he was okay. Isn't it? It <laughs> yeah. Was really why would they? Why did they get him on just for that purpose? Why, think, or even or even like? Oh, Jolie can't even watch. But why is he, why is he one of your commentators then? Yeah. Balotelli saying no comment when they ask who's going to win. Why is he there? His <laughs> earrings were something else. His though. earrings. It was nice, nice to see Balotelli. It was nice to see Balotelli, but I don't think he's bringing much to the party. Also, yeah. I forgot Balotelli how incredible Balotelli's shoulders are. Yeah, yeah. A man looks unreal in a waistcoat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. I think with Jolie and Lescott. I think he was probably doing fine considering he's apparently more of a Wolves fan, but obviously an ex-Man City player. And they were like, you must be really worried. I think they worked him up to a worried yeah. state. Right, yeah. Well, it was <laughs> on Coco. An editorial decision, wasn't it? Jolien's worried. If he's not worried, yeah. make him worried. Yeah, indeed, yeah. <laughs> well, well, he would have been more relaxed if Phil Foden had put that chance away, though. What a turn. Mm. Oh, that would have been such a glorious goal. And you saw Pep Guardiola look, ah, oh, and he just goes, Phil, 
<laughs> what was the one where he was on all fours? Oh, that was the back pass to Martinez. That was class. He it? just drops to all fours. <laughs> it's just, and there's a moment where like doing a bit of yoga to Ed- calm himself down. Edison saves and the ball's cleared, and he's just on all fours still, yeah, telling the players to relax. Look. <laughs> Do your poses. I'm so calm. Yeah, right. Why are you more like me? Um, uh, Everyone acts like a dog. His opposite number, Simone Inzaghi, who takes a lot of credit for getting into to that final. Obviously, it's the first final he's lost in his career. I think that became apparent for him. He obviously doesn't like losing finals because it's a new um, emotion to him. <laughs> and, and that perhaps caused him to have a tussle with what looked like to be one of his backroom staff just before the final whistle. Yeah, I think he... Have you ever seen something like that? He strayed onto the pitch, didn't he? Yeah. And his, his backroom staff member was trying to drag him off. He's yeah. like, what are you doing? I'm about to lose <laughs> a gonna, final. I'm going to go and head that in. Have one of these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was quite strange, wasn't it? Um, after the game, when they had the, the scenes of celebration and whatnot, um, BT Sports' Des Kelly was there with his microphone. He was, well, yeah. Well, we always like to see it, Peter. Never see that guy. Never. I, I, maybe you I hear him. Watch it. You hear him, but I never see him until matches like this happen. Yeah. And he got... He had a little uh, captain's armband on, didn't he? He did have a captain's armband, uh, and uh, you, apparently you have to wear those if you are pitch side because right. people need to Does know from, from that you're not a uh, that you're not a, a threat or, or an issue. But uh, mm. Gundogan um, signed his signed his little armband, didn't he? Oh. And he and he said at the time he said this will be I'll treasure this forever, mm-hmm. and then um, later on when everyone was quite rightly giving him absolute fucking pellets of being an, an atrocious clown, <laughs> he. Uh, he said, actually, uh, this is going to be um, auctioned off for a blind charity. Whenever men of a certain vintage <laughs> do something a bit a bit clownish or a bit uh, weird, they always go, oh, you hit charity, do you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I've actually been sniffing this bike seat for a cathode, so... Also, <laughs> uh. oh, I like the idea that he just says, for a blind charity. Just, <laughs> he, did, uh, he did specify one on Twitter, but it just made me laugh that he, he said he had every uh, intention to keep hold of that armband and treasure it forever. And then when everyone was giving him pellets, he's like, I'm actually going to be a charity. <laughs> it's uh, like when Matt Hancock uh, got assigned Newcastle shirt yes. and yes. went to auction it. Mm. Uh, during COVID, and then um, I think it was for the FA Cup, uh, League Cup final. Maybe? Yeah, he had it on, and it was. <laughs> yeah, and he had it on so while he was. To be, you're supposed to be giving that away. <laughs> oh, well, I won the auction. Auction about myself. I'm actually selling this to a blind charity. He's selling it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh dear! Did you see Julia Roberts? On Instagram. This is great for Pep. Fucking turncoat. No, I think this is great. It means that they've completed football now, right? Maybe they'll just go away now. Maybe Pep's got <laughs> yeah, everything he she, needs. She congratulated Pep on You were the weakest one in Ocean's Eleven. Storyline totally irrelevant to the main crux of the... <laughs> Surely it was Ocean's Twelve. No, she was in Ocean's Eleven. Ah, but she when she got really Julia involved Robinson, in she? Ocean's 12. Yeah, because they felt bad because you're like, you know what, you're really shit in this. I actually really like her. I can't even yeah. stomach this. Well, if, in, in, <laughs> case anyone's, in case anyone what it has <laughs> missed this, should we do a little recap of, of why we're talking about Julia Roberts in case anyone missed it? No. No? Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fine. She once went to Old Trafford or something and Pep was like, when you come to the Etihad? Yeah. He said he'd always be a failure because Julie Roberts came to Manchester and, oh. and she went to United instead of City. Oh, yeah. He said that just out of nowhere, didn't he? Well, she's, she's taken to Instagram to hopefully set the record straight. So there we are. Um, she's not saying anything straight. She's just... Uh, she's just angering you. Breaking hearts. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, um, it's pretty Pep, woman all over again. Yeah, Pep Guardiola was asked... Big mistake. Uh, <laughs> Pep Guardiola was asked about uh, you know, his managerial career and just how he's become such a great manager. And he said, you have good players. I had Lionel Messi in the past and Erling Haaland now. I am not joking. Is that it? Is that the entirety of it? It doesn't sound like he's joking. Although, 
I think Kevin De Bruyne has been more crucial to him at Man City mm-hmm. than Erling Haaland. Yeah. But we're talking about in terms of the treble. But he is the first manager to win uh, the treble with two clubs. And that's, that feels right. Because Guardiola, he is... You can't say he's the greatest manager of all time because you have to go back and, and look at the influence with, with regards to great managers. But you can definitely say he's one of the greatest managers of all time. Absolutely. I mean, I think his influence is everywhere, is it not? Of course. But of course, he, but he's standing on the shoulders of giants, of course. And oh, I think that's I, it. When you, when you think about greatness, you think about who actually influenced the games. It's not just the trophies. Because if Manchester City hadn't have won that game on the weekend, it doesn't take away from Pep's greatness. It just puts an extra kind of rubber stamp on it, if you see what I mean. Because you can look at some other coaches who were, were uh, phenomenal and, and, and influenced the game and changed how we think of, the, of, of football. And, you know, Carlo Ancelotti, who's a great coach, but in terms of influence, it's not quite there. Yeah. He's won more than, say, Renus Michels or something like that back in the 70s, I think it would be. Guardiola is in that great lineage of footballing managers who you can map how football has changed when his career started and he hit the ground running of course in 2008 with Barcelona wins everything and then wins um, uh, the Champions League two years later we didn't think it would take 12 years as we said earlier Um, but he's won it again and you know when all said and done about the amount of money he spent and, and, and so on and so forth he has produced a team who have played football in a way which you think they could go on with the system and win trophy after trophy after trophy. Mm. And it's really been his overthinking at times that has hindered them. But he is as close to achieving perfection on the football pitch as you'll ever see, I think, in, in, in the history of football. Yeah, he is, absolutely. I think we've not mentioned City being a state-owned team yet. Mm. They're the first state-owned team to, to win the Champions League. And I mm. think, you, think you have to bring that into the conversation because the resources are... You know, unmatched, really, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it, they're an incredibly well-run example of this. You look at the shambles that PSG can be by comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just know, a stat they run ach- team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they ach- achieve what they achieve by getting the best people in the best positions and paying the top dollar to do it. Mm-hmm. Their academy is exceptional for that reason. Every facet of the club is brilliant, and it is incredibly well run. You, you can't take that away from mm-hmm. them. Their talent ID is unreal. Yeah, like. It, it seems like a given that Ruben Dias would come into the Premier League from Benfica and be one of the best players in, mm-hmm. in the league now in hindsight. But I mean, that was a that was an incredible get, an yeah. incredible spot yeah. to come from, to make that step up and be one of the best players in a team that that you know goes goes and, and dominates like that. But this is all part of it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All of these these very good, clever decisions are made by people that are brought there under the the money that has come from. From a you know a, a pretty brutal regime. Well, indeed. But look at say Jack Grealish. Again, you know, <laughs> he was a sub last year. He was a hundred million pound sub. And and it, we're talking about different things, I think here though. Well, hang on. Grealish was a hundred million pound sub. They can afford to do that. You know, <laughs> which other side pays a hundred million pounds for a player who is not ready for their system? It is a remarkable way of doing things. But the, the, he was brought in for that amount of money put on the bench and nobody really kicks off too much about that. You know, the, the Man City fans, I think, get this because they're not saying, well, why on earth are we not playing this Well, it, it's a point of fun rather than, yeah. you know, pe- people use it as banter rather yeah. than looking deeper into yes. how a team are able to and do it. And now, you know what? And now he comes into to the side and is a starter and has been a big player in their in their treble winning season. That's the kind of riches that they have. The, the danger um, is that, you know, maybe PSG get their, their, 
their act together. Newcastle possibly do the same, and it mm. becomes repetitive and boring and mm. less competitive. And we're, we're already in a point where um, certain players, you know, there's only a few teams they're realistically going to be able to go to, and I think that's very deliberate. I think um, Neymar's move to PSG, mm. part of that was PSG deliberately inflating the market, mm-hmm. and it just like you know, it's. Um, it's impossible not to look at this team and think it's an incredible thing on the pitch, but it's also slightly concerning um, in terms of where the bigger picture might be going. And I think actually the, the saddest thing about this is what it's done to a certain type of fan. And Twitter is not the best place to see <laughs> any any part of humanity, but on, <laughs> on mainly by or, the Saudis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but the replies to people like Miguel Delaney, if he ever criticises um, any of these teams, are just. It's just sad. I think if you if you buy a team, you sort of you you buy a ready-made army of toadies um, yeah. who are mm. who are going to make life difficult for anyone criticizing it. So yeah, I F- just financial think... financial topic isn't new, is it? Uh, no, Jim. It's no. certainly in the Champions League, but it's we've never seen. It, but it? we've never seen this at this scale. And with such um, distasteful uh, ownership, and I use the word distasteful very uh, strangely and freely, but we've never been in this situation before. And I'm glad, uh, Man City fans, enjoy it. Enjoy it, uh, Carol. Is it Carol? (laughs) Enjoy the money, Carol. like enjoy it, but but you've got to understand that it's a good thing that you're getting called out. It's a good thing mm. that fo- football fans are just sort of a bit going, "Oh, this is a bit yeah. gross and a bit shit, and this is just dull for everyone else." It is dull, and and it'll be dull when Newcastle United do it. It'll it'll be dull when everyone when when Man Man, mm. Man United might be taking over mm. tomorrow. It'll be dull when that happens there as well. It's it is shit. Everything's shit. Mm. <laughs> shit, your shit. Yeah, I do. I get Man City fans who have supported the club for a long time since the the, mm-hmm. the time where they were, you know, toiling away, mm-hmm. relegations, things like that. I think yeah. from where they are sat, it must be impossible for this not to feel like a fairy tale. But mm. it doesn't. It just doesn't read as a fairy tale for us. But that's, 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 for that's, anyone else. But, right. but I'm going through a journey as well, and I, I don't feel it's a, feel like it's a fairy tale. So like, when Newcastle will probably get to somewhere approximating success in 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 these competitions. I don't feel good about it. I, mm. Like whenever anybody yeah, sort you, of goes, oh. This first thing anybody said to me in the in the past year, yeah. everyone everyone to a man has said a woman has said uh, he's not really spent that much money as he anyhow, and it's like well. Yeah, I mean, you're just trying to, you're doing my work for me a little bit there, aren't yeah. you? Like, I, and then the next thing I say is this, yeah, but it does suck, doesn't it? I mean, it it does mainly suck. Yeah, but I think I think. Like, the... But but what do I do? Give up? Give up support? Yeah, but well, this is why sports watching mm. so it's, effective. We've because, said it before because no no one's saying Man City fans shouldn't enjoy that that victory. No. Ab- absolutely not. But we're well, also don't get saying... fucking mad when we point out that it's a joke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that. Um... You know, this enjoy is not... it to the percentage that you can. Yeah, this in is... your gut. <laughs> yeah, indeed. And, and, and I think also that no fan deserves their club to be used for sports washing as well. Mm. Um, and as you said, it's it's just it's not good for the game and so on um, in those terms. But uh, but when all said and done, Manchester City are, are treble winners, and it's a very very rare thing, despite it happening a few times in the last sort of decade or so. Uh, and they've finally done it. There we are, everybody. Let's have a quick break. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment. 
you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. major problems with it for me looking at that video that cat hadn't done anything wrong oh welcome back to the football ramble everybody right um let's go uh to phil neville we've got to um we go my from, god yeah i know i know he's 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 done it again it's he's uh, done it again it's fizzer washing yeah. and canada are the ones um Anal being, fissures. <laughs> <we're> being <laughs> lathered up uh, this time he's taken a new job just days after being sacked by inter miami He's joined the coaching staff of the uh, the Canada national team alongside former Millwall defender defender Richard Shaw. Yeah. They're a good national team yeah. with structure. Yeah. And, yeah. But they could be better. But John John Herdman, their manager, is very, very forward thinking. We know that he's, you know, he seems like someone who's going to have a bright future in the game. So I imagine what's going to happen is that mm. Fizzer will be taking talks and then Herdman's going to come up and go, now who can tell me what was wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think Fizz has got the personality to take those hits as well. This could be a really because he's unaware match. of them. That's why. Well, yeah. well, well, Gaffer, he's talking too quietly for a start. Yes, See? <laughs> project. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, he's he's, he's there um, confirming the appointments. Canada Soccer said both Phil and Richard bring with them the winning experiences at the highest level. <laughs> Can't even say that at the highest levels and have worked with some of the Premier League's top managers during their careers. Ignoring massively any experienced coaches there. Yeah. 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 He, they've been managed by some incredible managers, so let's have them on board. Fizzers won a treble. 
And he has one a travel. This sounds yeah. this sounds like the intro to the fizzer thing you did last week when he got sacked. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get through that either. They'll work as positional and unit coaches with the aim of helping us to win our first trophy in over two decades. Um, well, I tell you what, Canada. Look, they're obviously as I say, they haven't won a trophy in over two decades. To, can I start can we pull that up? Actually, yeah, start, in over what, two what decades. Was what was that? T- That's what not was long that enough ago to be angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, how many decades since Le Tournoi? <laughs> 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 Canada were champions in 2000 in the CONCACAF Gold Cup. Well, there we are. It's a good signing for, for Canada. Getting yeah. off Fizzer I mean, and Shaw. They're, they're, in a, they're in, a, um, uh, <laughs> in a group with Guatemala and Cuba. <laughs> Watch out, guys. I mean, we were trying to sort of predict his next cushy position. <laughs> and I feel silly that we missed this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. He keeps you guessing, doesn't he? He does. Did you see into Miami? They lost 3-1 on the weekend. See what happens when you sack him? <laughs> Same as when you employ him. <laughs> Takes a while for this to get rid of the stench, doesn't it? It can only get better. Um, which you Will think? Will he learn any French? Do you reckon? No, no. Um, uh, Did he learn any Spanish? Do you reckon? A couple of words. <laughs> couple yes, of words. Yes, Has yes, he learned yes, any yes, football? Yes. <laughs> this I like. Uh, do you know what was enjoyable in the Champions League aftermath? Because uh, <laughs> he wasn't there. Sergio Aguero. Yes. Well, nice to see him pop up. He's just. He is just, it's, he's on like a, 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 yeah, like a, his mate's tour, yeah. which obviously went really well in the World Cup. Yeah. And, and he even said after the, he's, he literally put the mic down and went, well, I'm off to Miami with Messi. See you later. And bang. <laughs> now? Good on him. So yeah, he's, he's off there. Um, maybe give him 10 minutes or something if he can. If yeah, he, I mean, he's, soccer he's, done, he's done. Soccer oh, aid, yeah. surely. Soccer-ed. Surely. That's not going to be When Soccer Aid moves to the Etihad. Yeah. <laughs> Away from Old Pie <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, um, gentlemen, um, there has been some uh, a transfer uh, happenings back in Old England. And uh, ooh, what about Aston Villa confirming the signing of Yuri Tielemons on a free transfer? That is an incredible bit of work. They're yeah. having a lovely time, Villa. They're going to be an absolute force next season. Yeah, mm. I think he's he'll be really, really well suited to playing with Watkins in front of him as well. He's very good at that. Uh, let, let's call it the PlayStation triangle pass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which yeah. um, he's, he's very good at. And also, Tielemons is surprisingly good at sort of ball recovery. Mm-hmm. They feel like a destination at the moment. Oh, and no. it's all because of Emery. Yeah. It? And, you, and you think if they're linked with a player, you kind of trust him to get a tune out of them mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. That's a tidy midfield as well. You've got, you got Ramsey, um, McGinn, mm-hmm. Douglas Louise, a lot of hard workers there. Mm. You do. And I, I, as Jim says, you know, like going there is actually, he must be quite excited about that. Yeah. And he thinks to himself, you know, he doesn't have to move. He doesn't have to move very far. <laughs> um, European football as well. But he was linked for Arsenal, to Arsenal for a long time. And so, Man, to Man United as well. Yeah, so do you think, despite Aston Villa's um, very impressive end to the season, or sort of half season really, uh, are you surprised that he's that, that Manchester United and Arsenal didn't pursue their interests as much? Or do you think his stock has fallen because of what's happened at Leicester City? I, I think his stock has fallen. And actually, I don't think he was as impressive last season as he has been in, in previous years. And also, I think... Um, Neither team need mm-hmm. a player like him at the moment. Sure. Okay. Um, the aforementioned Manchester United, Vish, are apparently going to make a bid for Jordan Pickford, England's number one. Get the rave on. What do you think about that? So we've got someone who makes loads of saves yeah. and can't use his feet. Let's bring in someone who's very good with his feet. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make quite as many saves. He does make some saves. He does make some, yes. <laughs> That's true. That's very fair, Marcus. Yeah, he does but make do, some saves. Do you think, though, that, that if if they were to sign him, then that would... You know, Harry Maguire's used to playing in front of him. 
Would that be a smart move for Eric Ten Hag? How have you brought this back to is that what Is he shaping the defence for Harry Maguire's sake next season? Is that what it could be? <laughs> I think <laughs> Luke not. Luke Shaw one side? No. Um, I, I wonder, actually, if this is just a more affordable version of a ball-playing goalkeeper. Okay. You know, I, I, quite, I, I do like Pickford. Um, I'm not sure if it's totally an upgrade. And the way the way a lot of the goalkeeper signings have been framed, and certainly it sounds like what David Haye is being told as part of these negotiations is that you will be number one, or at the very very least, competing for number one with someone else. Mm. Um, and so Pickford maybe feels about right if you know if if you look at the rumours elsewhere in the field where United are going to strengthen and how much money they would need to, I suppose, put aside for those acquisitions. Mm-hmm. Right. Then, then yeah, maybe Pickford financially frugally makes a bit more sense but does Pickford need that exposure like Man United it's a difficult club if you do one little drop and and someone gets in behind you well to be fair Everton Everton has a lot of exposure (laughs) and he's an England goalkeeper isn't he are you putting yourself in his shoes and going oh but people will see me sometimes you you misunderstand how the kit's a bit brighter you misunderstand how top level professional athletes work I know people might say stop looking at me can you imagine if Pickford you didn't go to Manchester United you stayed at Everton yeah I just I didn't want people to discover I'm a bit crap well that's the commute's really expensive it's a bit of a circus Keegan esque, absolutely <laughs> knackering as well. Being a footballer, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Sure, um, bloody hell, yeah. Um, Less time for raving. Yeah, we'll get, get the save on. It's what we want him <laughs> yeah. to do. Uh, it might be better. Um, yes. Well, um, it's been reported that West Ham are lining up um, Joao Polina as a potential Declan Rice replacement. Hands off. Yeah. Is that, Get, your, that your message? Yeah. That's the stern that, fires message. That's the stern message coming out of the Fulham camp. Do you find <laughs> do you find it insulting that they're that they're after him? Yes, because I think finished the, above them. Yeah. Mm. Finished above them. Um although they won their European final True. Which, of course, Fulham a few you years bottled yours, didn't you? Bottled it, absolutely. <laughs> Fought it against Atletico Madrid. Guero fallout up front. Damn it all. So close to taking him to penalties. Um, See, with that attitude, you'd never stood a chance, did you? Never yeah. stood a chance. Beaten before you stepped on the pitch. Indeed, indeed. Well, Palinia should go, actually. Um, yeah. so. Well, Palinia, I, I, I thought that some of the bigger clubs would come in from. They still might, of course. They're still. Um... He's, a, he's a butler, isn't he? So <laughs> you're not going to get him. People in. are see me. Yeah. <laughs> Did, um, uh, there's apparently a release clause or not a release clause Tony Khan went on Twitter and said there's no release clause Yeah, but mm, he's probably having a nice time just not having to talk about CM well, Punk I, 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 I would hope that he would stay and I think it's all down to the uh, silver uh, tongued Marco Silva to see if he can uh, keep Lick him there. Him. To see, I was going to say I can't say silver talk um, <laughs> the tongued Marco Silva also sounds dreadful <laughs> <laughs> if he can, if he can tongue, uh, Polina long enough tongue. and effectively enough. Yeah. Don't <laughs> say long enough and effectively <laughs> enough. Effectively enough is what really elevates. Start talking about well, it, the opposite of darling. Elevate, actually, it's it's your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. You're subhuman. <laughs> if he can sweet talk him. Mm, there we and, are. and sell him next year's um, FA Cup winning project I don't know then but I mean he's been brilliant and that's the thing is that yeah. he has been so good for Fulham he has been one of the signings of the season yeah. when you know 
Um, pound for pound is the is the expression I'm looking for. I think it's about pound. Um, come on. Um, uh, so I <laughs> unbelievable. So unbelievable. It, it would be a great shame for Fulham if he left. But I just I just wonder if he would um, would maybe stay another year or something because if he if indeed he wants to move to a bigger club and you can't blame him if Man United or somebody coming you know let's let's not be mm. silly here but I just think West Ham would be too much of a side sideways yeah. step despite them winning a European trophy of course. So um, we shall see. But they do have European football next season, so so who uh, knows? Um, and and I, I, what I enjoyed about that transfer uh, chat we had about those those players, we didn't mention Newcastle United once. Because if you go on <laughs> the transfer stories on any publication, it is hard to find a player that's not being linked with Newcastle United at the moment. Well, nobody questions it, do they? If you, if you write some utter tosh as yeah. an ITK... Just put Newcastle in there. And yeah. like, people kind of believe it, don't they? Planning a bid. Monitor, Lead, leading the, the situation. Monitoring the situation. Leading <laughs> the race. Situation. Just simply interested. Yeah. And then Newcastle <laughs> across everything yeah. with all that money they've now all got. That money. You know. Um, but yeah, so the ones they're linked to, Peter, and I'll just, I'll just give you a handful. James Madison, Federico Chiesa, uh, Napoli defender Min Jae Kim, uh, Samuel Chukweza, uh, RB Leipzig midfielder Dominic Sabosolai, and Harry Maguire on loan. Which ones take your fancy? Yeah, I mean, get Maguire on loan. Them- <laughs> Give him some minutes for yeah, crying out loud. Yeah. There's a Euros coming up next yeah. summer. <laughs> Where Jamal Lascelles will probably be more use in the England squad. How dare today. you? Wow, how dare you? Come on. How dare you? Well, which ones do you fancy? Come on. All of them except the last one that you just Outrageous. Because Why you brought not? him on a permanent. <laughs> Why take, not? Take him. He's really take nice. Him. I still think he's a good Premier League defender. He's really, defender. really nice. Yeah. I'd love him at Fulham. Replacement. Oh, you would love him at Fulham. It doesn't mean that anyone else would. How? <laughs> this is unbelievable. Yeah, he'll get seen less at Fulham, wouldn't he? Uh, right, gentlemen. Any any more transfer chat? Anybody want to link anybody to any club or anything like that? Or is everyone going to Newcastle? I think uh, we could see if we can get one into the aggregators. We just make oh, one up. Yeah. What, what, yeah. what should we do? Um, Harland to Newcastle. No. No. CM Punk to Newcastle. Contracts running out 2023. Eric Ten Hag to Newcastle. Soccer. What was that lick bet thing you talked about earlier? Salt. Salty bet. Salty bet. Salt bear. <laughs> he was there, wasn't he? He was, yes. He was there. He was yeah. spotted. Yeah. Oh, salt Bay was in the final. Not yeah. a oh, Champions League final without Salt Bay. He's from Turkey, isn't he? Yeah, but that yeah. doesn't mean he's everywhere in Turkey all, all at once. Does I think it? it does, Jim. And I think he's proved that. Yeri uh, Mina to Villa. There we go. I've right. been hearing. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've been phone. hearing. Actually, I've been hearing that too from one of my contacts, which, of, which might be you. Vish, have you been hearing this? Yeri Mina to Villa. It's certainly something that's come up a lot in my yeah. conversations. Yeri Mina to Villa via mm. at Football Ramble. Well, let's let's let's, let's, first. let's be fair. Um, it makes sense for everybody. All part as well. By the way, I'm I'm so sorry for the person that I can't remember um, who tweeted me this, but of course when Fizzer went to the Canada national team. Yeah. I've got a lot of tweets. Thank you for that. Every single one of you. <laughs> and someone just someone just replied, and I'm so sorry I can't remember your name. He knows the continent. <laughs> <laughs> very different part of the continent, but still, you can't buy that kind of experience. Or can you? Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the ACAST Creator Network. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Football Ramble. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. Cry more. Thank you very much, Vatusha <laughs> Nahantaraja. Cheers. Thank you very much, Pete Donaldson. Lingard to Burnley. And, w- <laughs> and well done again, Pep Guardiola. See you later, everybody. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 